Welcome to A Solution Focused Life, a podcast for the serial procrastinator, the negative Nancy, the loose cannon. If you're tired of the self-help rat wheel, this is for you. Together we'll tackle life struggles, but in a new way. We're diving headfirst with real, immediate solutions. Don't think it's that easy? Well, you have the key to solve the unsolvable. You can live a solution-focused life. Hi, everyone. Welcome to A Solution-Focused Life. I'm Ken C. Gillette, a licensed mental health counselor and the owner of Libertas Counseling, where you have the freedom to be better. This is the third episode of A Solution-Focused Life. And in this episode, we are going to talk about how to handle the major life transition of divorce or separation from a long-term relationship. We hear the statistic all the time that half of all marriages end in divorce, which means that a good portion of our population is going to be dealing, dealing with divorce some way or another, either it's them themselves or a loved one, a family member, or even the parents themselves. So being able to go through this transition in life is a major indicator of the rest of your life after that major shift. Divorce has effects on on more than just the two people involved. Oftentimes, if it involves kids, it's gonna have it's gonna impact their lives in a very unique way. It's going to impact the mutual friends of that relationship. Also, it impacts extended family of those that were married. So, with Libertas Counseling, you know we take a solution-focused approach to dealing with life transitions, and one of the most common transitions that we deal with is divorce. During this episode, we are going to look at practical steps and tips that we can use to make it through this difficult time of our lives. All right, guys. So let's kind of walk through this slowly. You are in a a marriage or a long-term relationship. You devoted a lot of your time, your energy, your your, your mental capacity, and you, you really put everything you had into making this relationship work. It's no, it's no surprise that when it begins to end or unravel, you start noticing the signs that things aren't going as as planned or as they you would as you would have hoped. Of course, it would be distressing. That's no secret and it's no surprise. So let's take a few steps forward. You the divorce is finalized, and now you are left with this this void in your life, because regardless of of how good or bad the the marriage was, once a divorce is finalized and you are separated from that person, there is a huge void because whether you like it or not, they've they've become a, a large part of your life. And and then adjusting afterwards is that's the real question is how quickly or how effectively am I able to adjust to being single again and not having this person as a part of my life. Usually with marriage, when you get married and you move in together, you start figuring out what parts of your of your couple life that you each are going to do. For example, maybe one of you it will more often than not will be the one cutting the grass, doing the yard work. Maybe one of you is an expert at dealing with the school and PTO with the kids, or another one is really good at bedtime routine. The other one is the is the more of a disciplinarian. You know, you each have a role to play in a marriage. And when one person is no longer there, you are left to manage all parts of your life. And especially if there are children involved, that, that complicates things so much more when there are kids involved. Because now, 
you have you almost are forced to deal with that other person in some way or the other because you have these shared children and and how well you two work together after a divorce is going to indicate how well adjusted your kids are going to be to this major and often traumatic shift in their in their their experience all right so the divorce is finalized and let's say that you are still in the same house or apartment that you guys were in when you were together so now you are left with this space now this is the time where it can feel very lonely and cold and you feel isolated this is a a very important time and it's a very potentially dangerous time where you have this this overwhelming feeling of fear and, and emptiness and loneliness that that is when you need to really lean on other people and because this is really immediately after the separation and it's finalized this probably is also when your loved ones are reaching out to you where they probably are saying things like you know i i'm a call away i can just drive over if you need me if you want to stay at my place for a little bit if you need company for dinner or anything and, and you get all these offers from different people and more often than not, you're not going to want to accept their support. You know, divorce is still, even though it's it's about half of all marriages end in divorce. It's still there's still a stigma with divorce. There's still some shame that we that people tend to internalize when they go through a divorce, and it's almost like pe- people don't want to feel pitied. They don't want to be looked at as some poor, helpless person that that doesn't know how to exist on their own. So. Because of that, we tell people that I'm fine. I'm okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll save a number. I hear you. Thank you for offering. And you may not have any intention of reaching out for that support. So you're back at your place and, you're, and there's not a lot going on there because another body, another human is no longer there. And if you're not watching the, the TV, no one else is watching TV and it's off and it's quiet in the house. It's dangerous because a divorce is... It can be a traumatic experience, but it certainly is a very emotional experience. And it's not to speak at all about whether you are you wanted the divorce, the circumstances that led to a divorce. The fact is you have gone through a divorce and you are shifting your life right now and you're trying to figure out how to how to manage the responsibilities that maybe you weren't in charge of when you were together. So if you're not going to accept the help, I'm going to come back to how much you should be reaching out to your friends and how much help you should be reaching out for. Um, but right now, let's say that you're not going to. Right now, you just need that space, which is understandable. There is a grieving period involved with divorce, and that's absolutely okay. And there is no time frame for how long someone should be grieving. So you take that time to grieve, but there... But just be aware of where your your mind is at and what you're thinking about. You want to make sure that, that you're safe, that your your basic needs are being met, your, your need to eat, um, for safety, your bills are being paid. You need to start doing those things that allow you just to live comfortably. The, the basic necessities, necessities of life need to be completed because if you leave some of these responsibilities on the side... Your life becomes a lot more difficult if you start getting collection calls for your phone bill, for your your landlords and looking for rent. So you don't want those things to fall away. You don't. 
So make a list of all the bills and all the responsibilities that you need to make sure that you take care of to ensure that you don't have any added stress during this this time that you're transitioning. Make a list and go through them and make sure you stay on top of it. And as much as you can, automate it when it comes to paying for bills. It's possible you may be taking some time off from work. A lot of times people will schedule a vacation after a divorce because they want to kind of get away from uh, that empty house when that person's not there. And also just to kind of go off on their own and see how it feels to be on their own. And that's that's a pretty bold move. And I think it's great if you can handle that. A lot of people can't. They will not be able to go on vacation by themselves for the first time in however many years. But the fact is, you know, you want to make sure that your responsibilities are taken care of at home so you don't have any added stress to an already stressful time. Now, with that being said, now that you have automated or you've made sure that you are on top of all your responsibilities, that includes your bills, that includes maybe with your children, with your job, all those things are taken care of. Now, the next step is to reassess where you want where you want to be in life because if you're married you had a long life where you you accomplished things and you made plans and you met somebody and you did it for a period of time and then you guys got married and i'm sure getting a divorce is not in anyone's plan for life so the plans that you had the goals that you had set they may seem irrelevant at this point it's important to revisit your goals in life and to adjust them as needed. And I'm not saying to throw them out and say, I'm just going to radically change my career just because I want to eliminate all reminders of my ex. That's not what I'm saying. In fact, adding more dramatic change, I don't think that's going to be helpful for you in a short or long run. But I would definitely want to adjust the goals to make it applicable to your current situation. So maybe you put in, you're putting off now your timeline to buy a house until you are more financially stable and you feel like it's a better time for you. Maybe you are going to put off that vacation that you've been planning for a couple of years. Maybe you want to start focusing more on your, your physical health because now you, you recognize the, the danger uh, of sitting back and not focusing on being healthy. You may want to binge on unhealthy comfort foods like ice cream or or fast food or even alcohol or drugs. You need to be aware of those things. So your goals need to be applicable to you right now. And odds are with this major life change, they're not going to fit exactly. But I'm sure with the new goals and with new steps to achieve those goals, it's going to make more sense to you. And with having those clear realistic goals that you ha- that you set for yourself, it's going to give you purpose in the morning. I have a tough time enough on a Monday morning waking up and getting out of bed, but without having clear goals and objectives in life, then it's almost like, what's the point? You want to ensure that your life still has meaning and set- put it down on paper, write goals, and that will be the reason that you get out of bed on Monday morning. That's the reason why you maybe might work a little harder on your on the weekends because you have something you want to accomplish that makes you happy and excited, gives you energy and passion. You want to keep that. You don't want to t- turn inward, become negative, and ignore the goals that were really important in your life. And that brings me to my, to my next tip 
is to don't dwell too much on the things that went wrong. Now, there is a time for grieving, like I said, and there's also a time for reflection. You want to look at yourself and reflect on on the whole experience and the part that you played because divorces are never one-sided. There's things and there's some there's some amount of responsibility that each person can take in there. So reflecting is okay, but don't kick yourself. Don't take all the blame for it. You can still try to look at what went wrong, but at the same time, I think it's very important that you are positive and have an expectation of success in the future. It's no secret that I am a believer of what you think about, you do bring about. And what I mean is that the things that your mind is focused on the most, your daily life experiences and circumstances are going to reflect that. So if you keep saying to yourself, I'm never going to be happy again. All all women are crazy. All guys are horrible and dogs. There's no point in being in a relationship. I can't trust anybody. That line of thinking is not going to serve you. And in fact, it's going to make it a lot harder for you to move on and to pursue your goals enthusiastically. Having a negative mindset and a negative outlook, it's going to start to to bleed out into your your daily behaviors and and people are going to notice it. Your friends, your, your family, your neighbors, they're going to notice the difference in you. And having just been a divorce... People are, you know, it sucks that this is just a fact that people are going to be looking at you. Remember, everyone's going to be offering support and help and probably pie or whatever and cake and, and all these cooked cooked goods for you because they know that you, you're going through this difficult time. And with you having this negative, a negative mindset, it's going to, it can push people away. And usually it does when you are continually pessimistic and cynical about life and everything. And you may have a negative comment whenever your friends who are in a relationship, when, they, when they're talking about it, you may say, well, it's never going to work or what do you expect? All guys are dogs. You're going to push people away. And I'm, I'm going to implore you to resist the urge to look at the negative side of all these things in life. What happened to you Though devastating, though difficult, there is more to life. And you don't want to get bogged down on focusing on all the bad things because you're only going to create and attract more bad things. Part of reinventing yourself is looking forward with optimism and deciding that you want the best out of your life. And that means setting a goal that, that, that gives you enough passion that you're able to overlook the bumps in the road because no goal, no journey, no plan is going to be perfect. And undoubtedly, you're going to run into some roadblocks and you're going to need a positive mindset and persistence to push through and to go every single day, especially a Monday morning. It's important to have that positive mindset. I want to talk about your social support, your friends, your family. The people that maybe didn't want to accept help from early on because you just wanted to run and hide or dig under dig under a rock and just sit there and just soak and, and to grieve. After some time, it will become appropriate for you to start 
allowed people in to your life again. And I'm not speaking about other romantic relationships. I'm talking about letting your social support, like your friends and your family, into your life again. Because in a sense, you're going to have to learn to trust people again. And even though you've been through a a difficult change and adjustment, you have to recognize that each person is their own person. And the experiences that you had in the past are not something that everybody is going to put you through. It's a scary thing to be vulnerable. And when you do marry somebody, you do become vulnerable. When it doesn't go well, you feel raw and exposed and hurt. And it's very scary to do that again. It is. It's very scary to do it again. But by letting people in again into your life, you begin to to start creating those supports that you're going to need when things get difficult, the everyday difficult stuff. I'm not talking about I'm not talking about uh, other relationships. I'm I'm just talking about the things in life that make it hard. Job stress, family stress, health stress. You need those supports in life. You won't do it alone. And again, if you do have kids involved in this process of of divorce, then you're going to need that support as well to make it through, to organize, to have babysitters, to make sure your your kids also have support through their friends and family is needed as well. Even though divorce is common, it doesn't mean that it's something that we should get used to. But it certainly is something that we can manage, we can learn from, and then we can use to to reinvent ourselves, to re-energize our life. And especially if you were going through a difficult marriage, a divorce could be the best thing for you, where it kind of gives you a reset, where you can live the life that you want and be your truest self, and then pursue the goals that you know are going to give you life fulfillment. If you're struggling a lot to the point where you may not feel safe, where it's been a, a long time and you're still not getting back to a routine that takes care of your responsibilities. If you've pushed people away and others are concerned about you, it may be time to reach out to a professional. You know, divorce, though common, though grief is unique to each of us, there is something called clinical depression and that is a risk. You know, depression, you know, it goes beyond just being sad and sulking. Though depression is used in common common talk, clinical depression is much more severe. And there is a, a threshold and there is a set of criteria that have to be met for someone to be diagnosed as depressed. And there is a time frame as well for how long it lasts. But if you are concerned, even a little bit, if others are, if your loved ones are concerned about you, Consider, at least speaking, with a professional who can help you in this transition period in your life. And I'm not trying to say this to plug myself and my services, but anybody, any any professional that you can at least touch base with to ensure that you have the added supports beyond just your friends and family, but also professional support, I think that is a, a responsible thing to do. And I wish just as 
when people are engaged and preparing to get married, I always suggest that they go and see a marriage and family counselor just to be prepared for the adjustment, the compromise, the difficulties that are coming are going to arise with marriage. I also suggest that those that are going through a divorce, either amicable or hostile, still consult with a professional to, to prepare for that adjustment that's going to take place. And especially if there are children involved, to kind of pair the children with mental health professionals, because this is going to be a difficult time in their lives. And you may not be in a mindset to recognize some of the signs of concern of your children after a divorce. Thanks guys for joining me with A Solution Focused Life. This is a podcast for those who want to learn how to use solution focused techniques and approaches to solving daily life struggles. I'm Kenzie Gillette, the owner of Libertas Counseling. You can go to my website at libertascounseling.com where you can get more resources, find out more about my podcast, The Solution Focused Life, read some of my blog posts. I did post recently about divorce and some of the, some steps and tips that you can use to move past immediately after divorce. But also there's contact information for me there if you want to reach out to me, if you want to talk about divorce or a major life change in your life and how we can work together to move forward beyond that. Guys, take care and I will talk to you guys next time.